the more you try the more you'll suffer you know i don't have much patience for criers how strange it was to hear such deadly words delivered by such an angelic voice Ellie, please he sobbed desperately trying to crawl away yeah i lied that's not my name the red figure smiled apologetically he choked on his tears why are you doing this that's a boring question she sighed fumbling through her victim's wallet and valuables i think you're quite a boring person kenny she held up the id card from the wallet and examined it kenny was a boring person he worked at a failing law firm and went home to his broken apartment every day only to drown his miseries away with beer quite frankly kenny didn't have much time to live for i mean he didn't have anything to live for basically the only remotely interesting change in his life was meeting a beautiful girl named ellie at the cafe the other day she lured him in enticing him with her winking smiles and ambrosial lips she had displayed an interest in him no one else had in years and well here they were she followed slowly behind kenny's weak attempts to crawl away and threw the empty wallet down at his quivering form you know i really thought i'd come out of this with more than 300 dollars she shook her head you're really disappointing me here kenny examining the business card she asked tell me what it's really like being a lawyer Kenny stammered. I love my job. That's not what I asked. Kenny shook his head stubbornly. It's my dream job. Right, but it's not exactly as you dreamed, is it? She crashed down to look Kenny in the eye. You graduated from Harvard, did everything you were supposed to, and yet you here you are, barely scrapping by at a failing law firm. Your boss, Dave. A total asshole, by the way. He just snaps at you all day and tells you what to do. You weren't special in school, and you aren't special now. You sit at your desk, and you just waste away. How do you? They had only met two days ago. That's right, Kenny. I've been watching you, and as I said, I think you're quite a boring person. You agree, don't you? At this point, Kenny was far too scared to make coherent sentences. He wailed pitifully, hugging himself on the ground and crying desperate pleas for mercy. With an impatient growl, she grabbed Kenny by the collar and picked him up. That's enough of that, you pathetic crybaby. Please, he grasped for the air. I don't want to die. The statement rang throughout the empty alley like a song. Such a simple sentence, such a hollow meaning. Oh, Kenny. She gripped his face and stared straight into those fearful brown eyes. Death is inevitable. It doesn't really care if you want it or not. Please, I'm doing you a favor, darling. Dave surely won't miss you. With a promising smile, she pulled out a knife and drew a line across Kenny's neck until his pathetic cries were no more. sleep let me help you hmm? <laughs>
sleep well. The body slumped to the ground, jolting Delhi into an eerie silence. The wind blew, gently beating against the dead body as if checking on him. The moon sighed and the stars blinked. Just another murderous secret they will have to keep. Whistling softly, the killer pocketed her rewards and turned to walk away. I do hope you're going to do something about the body. A new voice sounded suddenly, its owner lurking against the corner. She hadn't expected the intrusion. Her eyes slanted towards the figure who must have had a death vision announcing his presence. Why don't you come a little closer and help me out? She invited dangerously, twirling the knife in her hands. He laughed and slowly began advancing, much to her surprise. Threats as pretty as the deliverer, I see. You're either stupid or suicidal, she remarked. What are you doing? Why are you here? She demanded as she gripped her already bloodied knife, preparing for the unexpected kill. I couldn't miss out the fun, could I? He examined her. She had sharp brown eyes, the kind that seemed to promise only trouble. Her lips twisted up into a pre-smile as her brown curls blew in the wind. The shadows danced dangerously against her skin, but under the moonlight she looked almost innocent. I couldn't help but overhear your delightful conversation, he continued, glancing at Kenny's body. You sure knew a lot about him? Something told her this man was far more than an innocent bystander. She eyed him, debating whether or not just to kill him then and there. Her eyes narrowed as she replied cautiously. I like to get to know them first. Ah, he nodded in understanding. Like playing with your food? He stepped even closer, his face coming to view under the flickering streetlights. Wait a minute. I know you, she said after a moment, leaning back and pointing the knife at him. You're that guy on TV all the time, the superstar, the man bowed. Jackson Wang, at your service. He looked up at her with dancing eyes and a crooked smile. Unfazed, she said, well, Jackson, tell me what you want before I kill you too. I have a proposition for you, he started. I don't want your money. She said impatiently. No, you want something far more valuable. Something that gives you an inexplicable rush of excitement and thrill. Something that everyone has but is illegal to take. His lips curled in promising destruction. You want blood. She observed the melting madness hidden behind his dark eyes. What are you saying? I'm saying I want the same thing. And I think the two of us could spill a lot more together. Murder is an art, he said, and you're a very talented artist. Strong wind blew, almost as if nature was angry at this exchange. You're telling me superstar Jackson Wang is a psychopathic serial killer. <sighs> she scoffed, amusement and disbelief edging in her tone. I have my hobbies, Jackson shrugged. My God, I fucking hate Hollywood, she mumbled. On the contrary, I love it. He flashed a Cheshire cat smile. Hollywood is a crime scene in itself, begging to be contaminated. 
It's filled with desperate dreamers. Our stupid socialities, easy to manipulate, easy to kill, easy to hide. He watched her through the corner of his eyes as he placed slowly a few feet away from her. You know, people go missing from concerts all the time and the performer is never suspected. What game are you playing at? Her patience was running slim. The same one you're playing, and you're playing it well. He stepped closer, the sharp features on his face all the more visible. I want to be partners, he proposed. Partners in crime, as they say. After all, what's the point of the kill if there is no one to share it with? She gazed into his alluring blue eyes and wondered. Now this. This was interesting. She could kill a hundred guineas and never get a feeling this exciting. She had been playing this game of cat and mouse for a long time now, but to play the game in front of a camera? To play it in plain sight with a two-faced star? She'd be a fool to pass this opportunity up. It was time to spice the game up a little. <sighs> All right, Jackson, you make a compelling pitch. She grinned, a deadly sight. Call me Charlotte.